Well, folks, the new year is here, and as we call it a wrap for 2022 and settle into 2023, this would seem to be an opportune time to review our finances and plan for the future. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. Joining me is Katherine Collinson, founding CEO and president of nonprofit Transamerica Institute and its Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies to share ways people can focus on their financial fitness in the new year. But before we get started, just a reminder, we always enjoy hearing from you and learning about the topics you'd like us to cover or simply give us feedback on in general. So by all means, please drop either Catherine or me a note at info at transamericacenter.org. Now, Catherine, you and your team do a ton of research regarding people's financial situations and retirement preparations. So taking that into consideration, what are some of the trends or events that you're seeing in your research that people could or really should be doing? Hi, Al. As we enter the new year, now is the perfect time to focus on our finances, especially since we'll be paying off the last of our holiday bills, getting ready for tax season, and planning for the year ahead and farther into the future. This year, I think it's particularly important we do so because so much is happening in the economy and our lives. So if you're up for it, Al, I'd like to share five tips for getting financially fit in the new year. Well, I think most of us can certainly relate to how much has changed. I mean, when you consider soaring inflation, interest rate hikes, oh, and by the way, lest we forget the volatility in the financial markets, I feel like we've been on this roller coaster uh, these days and it's not a fun ride. So with that said, I'd welcome any and all guidance. So let's, let's start with your first tip. Our most recent survey of workers found that 76% of workers said their life priorities changed during the pandemic. My first tip is to reflect on these new priorities and ask yourself if your finances are in line with them. Are you focusing your resources on what's most important to you? Are you spending resources on things that are no longer important? As a sanity check, I recommend reviewing your expenses over the last 12 months with these questions in mind. And bigger picture, I recommend you look at your savings and your financial goals too. That's a great point and exercise that I think would benefit all ages across the spectrum, whether you're single starting out, raising a family, approaching retirement, or already enjoying it for that matter. Now, what has your research uncovered in terms of people's financial priorities these days? Al, it's probably no surprise that our survey found that people do have competing financial priorities. However, I think it's interesting to put in perspective how many people share these priorities and how we as individuals compare. Here's what our survey found about workers' financial priorities. More than half, 57%, cited paying off one or more types of debt as a priority. 56% said saving for retirement, and 40% said building emergency savings. Almost 3 in 10 workers, 27%, indicate they're just getting by to cover basic living expenses. Gotta say, Catherine, the fact that you know people are focused on saving is extremely encouraging. But on the flip side, I find it equally concerning that so many people are in debt. I mean, and you know, in some cases, critically so. Al, I think that's a great question and something that we need to put in perspective. 
Debt comes with different terms, conditions, and interest rates. I think we all know that debt can be extremely helpful for financing big-ticket investments, such as a college education, purchasing a home, or buying that car we need to get to and from work. The key is to have a plan to pay it off and stick with that plan and be on the lookout for opportunities to refinance. On the other hand, if you have high interest rate credit card debt, your top financial priority will likely be paying it off because it can grow and compound so quickly and it can easily spiral out of control. With that said, my second tip for the new year is to create a personal balance sheet that factors both your savings and your debts so you can hone in on your pain points and set priorities and even set goals. Now, if you're wondering how to create a personal balance sheet, you could use a personal finance software package like Quicken or consider consulting with a personal financial advisor. Check with your employer's retirement plan provider or their employee assistance program to see if they have resources available. A growing trend among employers is to offer a financial wellness program to employees. That's good to hear. Now, let's talk about savings because I'm personally intrigued by your survey finding, which imply many workers cite building emergency savings as a priority. That's a perfect lead-in to my third tip for the new year, which is build emergency savings. Our survey of workers found that they have saved a median of $5,000 to cover the cost of unexpected major financial setbacks, such as unemployment, medical bills, home repairs, or auto repairs. $5,000 might sound like a lot, but it doesn't go very far during an extended time of unemployment or if you need a major roof repair. 14% of workers say they have no emergency savings, which is particularly concerning. I know I'm probably preaching to the choir, but it is critically important that we have emergency savings to cover these types of setbacks. Without it, if disaster strikes, our options could be limited to going into debt, possibly high interest rate credit card debt, borrowing from the bank of family and friends, which could have their own strings attached, or tapping into retirement accounts, which could potentially harm their long-term growth. And we're going to need those retirement savings down the road when we're getting ready to retire. In addition to emergency savings, it's also important to save for healthcare expenses, especially if you're in a high deductible health insurance plan that comes with a health savings account or HSA. Speaking of insurance coverages, it's also important to check your current coverages to help ensure that they're still adequate and appropriate. Well, Catherine, while these points are very well taken, your financial to-do list is really growing to the point where I must confess it's starting to feel just a little bit overwhelming to me. You raise a good point. And, and please don't get overwhelmed because that could be counterproductive. So this relates to my fourth tip for the new year, which is create the financial to-do list in a way that you can work on it in the coming months and throughout the year. Don't feel like you have to complete it all at once. Know that you can schedule things out. For example, consider tying certain activities to key dates, such as when taxes are due or when you expect to get a raise or later in the year during employee benefits enrollment season. 
Now, we're covering a lot of real estate in this conversation, but uh, we haven't actually touched on retirement preparations. And since you indicated that more than half of the workers cite savings for retirement as a financial priority, I'd be curious to know how well these people are faring. My short answer to your question is, uh, our survey finds mixed news. The good news is 78% of workers are saving for retirement uh, through an employer-sponsored 401k or similar plan and or outside the workplace. Now, the not-so-good news is that many are not saving enough, and only 24% are very confident they will be able to fully retire with a comfortable lifestyle. Well, that's more than a little discomforting. Uh, so then what can and, and should people actually be doing to improve their retirement outlook? My fifth tip for the new year is engage in retirement planning. Our survey found that only three in 10 workers have a written financial strategy for retirement and more than four in 10 guessed how much they need to save. A good starting point is use a retirement calculator or other do-it-yourself tools or consider consulting with your employer's retirement plan provider or a financial advisor who can help you determine how much you need to be saving and how you could be planning. I also encourage everyone to avoid procrastination. Please do not procrastinate. One of our most powerful yet often overlooked resources is time. The sooner we get started, the more time we have to save, invest, and grow our wealth. Catherine, I want to thank you for sharing all of these financial tips for the new year. Uh, but uh, before we conclude, I want to give you a final chance. Any final uh, pearls of wisdom that you'd like to share here? We've already covered the five tips, but I do have one more idea that I'd like to share. I'll call this a bonus tip. Be sure to invest in yourself by safeguarding your health keeping your job skills up to date, and staying in sync with the employment market. You and your earning power tremendously influence your financial options and your long-term outcomes. For our listeners out there who are interested in reading the survey report that I've been talking about, it's titled Emerging from the COVID-19 Pandemic, Four Generations Prepare for Retirement. You can find it as well as other research on our website at transamericainstitute.org. Well, thanks again, Catherine, for sharing your team's substantial research, insights, and expertise. And I'd like to encourage listeners to check out other financially-oriented episodes of ClearPath, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth, covering topics ranging from inflation and interest rates to having candid financial conversations with family. And again, if you have ideas for future episodes, comments, or feedback, please email Catherine or me at info at transamericacenter.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Have a fantastic financial new year. And as always, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. 
Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.